welcome to this installment in our new series entitled Revelation Shorts. I can remember nearly 40 years ago as a new believer being invited to a presentation. This presentation occurred in a campus at the university that I was attending, and people went to this building, and we assembled in for a very prophetic presentation. And what I mean by that is this. We watched a movie, but it just wasn't any type of movie. This movie was a recorded presentation filmed of a well-known Bible teacher in that day that gave an overview of prophecy, what was going to happen in the last days. But what was unique was this. Many times you saw the speaker teaching, but sometimes instead of looking at him, what he was describing, what he was reading in the Bible, you saw it on the screen. An adaptation of the scripture being played out before your eyes. And what made the greatest impression upon me is that during this presentation, everything stopped. And instead of being in the normal place he was teaching, it changed. He was in blackness. And there was just a spotlight upon him. And he said, ladies and gentlemen, we are living in biblical times. Because a prophecy now can be fulfilled where previously it could not. And he said this with great emotion. There was great drama with how he was being filmed. The clothes that he was wearing, everything was to capture a people's attention. And what did he say? Well, he read from the book of Revelation and chapter 9. And he read about this prophecy of what he said was a 200 million man army. Now, I agree with the number. But when you look at the scripture, the word man doesn't appear in relationship to this 200 million. Now, what I want to do tonight is to simply read the second part of Revelation chapter 9. Because what this one said was this. Now in our days, and this means we're drawing close to the end times, this is what he said 40 years ago. Because of China. He said only the nation of China, now that it's grown, only China could fulfill this prophecy and assemble a 200 million man army. Well, we know today that India is nearly as big and will surpass China in the next decade or two. So we have two candidates, not one, right? Well, the answer is no, not at all. Because the army that the book of Revelation speaks to in this ninth chapter is not a human army. Now again, don't take my word or anyone's word. Read the text as we're going to do. And I felt a need to share this because more and more 
I'm receiving emails from, from people who watch some of the most popular Bible teachers. And they are saying that same thing. And they only speak about China. Why not India? And the answer is China is more in the news. China is a global power. China has much, much prominence today within the world and within the news media. Therefore, it's just nicer to talk about China if you're trying to together excitement and impress people. But again, I am sure that when you simply take out your Bible and read along with me the verses that we're going to do so, you will come to the same conclusion that I do, that it is simply false to assume that this is a human army and to point to China or India or any other nation. This is going to be different. So take out your Bible and look with me to Revelation chapter 9, beginning with verse 12. Let's read it carefully. Now, again, I'm reading in the Texas Receptus. It's Greek, and I'm going to be translating it into English. So I want to pay close attention to what's actually in the text and not add words that are not there. Let's begin. One woe is over. This means it's passed away. It's gone away, literally. So one woe is over. What's a woe? It means something that is horrible, something that is awful. It speaks about suffering and destruction. So one woe has passed away. Behold, coming yet is two. Two woes after these things. Now, these things are what we're reading about. And be very careful about something. We're not reading about the seal judgments. They are concluded. What we're speaking about is the trumpet judgments. And the trumpet's judgment, not the seals, but the trumpets represent God's judgment, his wrath. And we know there's two expressions of God's wrath, the trumpets and the bowls. We see that the trumpets are a, a reduced wrath of God, usually bringing destruction to one-third. But the, the bold judgments are much more intense, bringing sometimes utter destruction. So again, one woe has passed. Behold, coming still are two woes after these things. Now verse 13. And the sixth angel sounded. Now he sounded a trumpet. We don't know if this is a, a silver trumpet or a shofar. If it was in Hebrew, we could be specific. But because it's Greek, it simply means to sound a trumpet. And we don't know what type of trumpet. And he says, continue on in verse 13. And I heard one voice from the four horns of the golden altar before God. So there was a voice coming from the altar. The altar had these four horns 
upon them in each corner. And the voice came from the altar, and it said to the sixth angel who had the, the trumpet, what was proclaimed? Loosen the four angels having been bound upon the great river, and we're speaking about the Euphrates, and they were loosed, these four angels, the ones who had been prepared for an hour and a day and a month and a year in order that they should kill one-third of, of men, one-third of all the humans upon the planet. Now look at verse 16. This is where it gets to our real subject. We find and the number of the armies. Now it's plural, is it not? So right there it tells us we're not talking about one nation. In fact, we're not talking about any nation in this prophecy. But if we were, the fact that it says armies would tell us there would be a coalition. But this is not the case. Why? Read very carefully. And you're going to find, without any possibility of a different interpretation, that this is not speaking about a human army. Once again, verse, verse 16, where it says, and the number of the armies of horses were 200 million. Now, it's a number that speaks to 10,000 times 10,000 and then times 2. So this is how we get 200 million. And I heard their number. Now, it's interesting, their number modifies the armies, the number of the horses that were in this army. So it doesn't say 200 million men. It emphasizes the horses, but also, keep reading, also we see here that it speaks to the ones, look now at verse 17, and thus, I saw the horses in the vision and the ones having set upon them. Now, someone would say, well, there you go. You have those sitting upon the horses. That's true. But once again, it's going to be very interesting what's revealed about them. And again, that number is emphasized if we go back up to the previous verse, the end of verse 16, where it says, I heard their number. It's emphasized the number. And thus I saw the horses in the vision and the ones who sat upon them having. Now notice this. This is where it gets unusual. This is where it reveals to us. We're not speaking about human soldiers. It says here, having breastplates of fire and also they use a type of, of stone. 
different translators will translate it differently so you can do your own research but they have breastplates of fire that's pretty marvelous that's pretty supernatural and also of this stone and also of brimstone so they have breastplates of fire and brimstone that was made out of this this stone material now i don't know how to understand that and here's something we ought not do one of the mistakes that many prophetic teachers make is to always try to interpret the scripture in light of human human interpretation human fulfillment these must be some some new type of technology don't do that because when we're in the trumpet and bold judgments the primary purpose of these judgments is to reveal there's a God in heaven these things are heavenly in origin meaning they're supernatural God is bringing them about so it's very significant here that when you look at this they had breastplates of fire and also this unique stone and brimstone and the heads of the horses as heads of lions now here again we're talking about some creature we call them horses but their heads were like heads of lion and we also see that from their mouth went forth fire and smoke and brimstone now there's two different words they're closely related they may be from the same root in greek where we could get brimstone or sulfur so the words are slightly different but it's referring to that same type of of material whether it's brimstone or sulfur sulfur so notice it says from their mouths went forth fire now they were horses that had heads like lion but from their mouths went forth fire and and smoke and brimstone by their by these three these three and the implication is plagues plagues of fire and smoke and brimstone by these three were killed a third of men one-third of the human race and then it tells us the three that we're speaking about from the fire and from the smoke and from the brimstone that proceeded from their mouth now i would suggest to you strongly that if we take the Bible and its words seriously, this is a judgment from God. God can use whatever he wants. And these are coming, and they're coming supernatural in origin. It is not a human coalition of armies, but it's something that is supernatural, that God is appointing for the destruction of one-third of mankind and we see that that this 200 million army has horses with heads like lion and from their mouth comes forth fire smoke and brimstone and they have breastplates of fire and brimstone made from that that unique stone now let's look at another scripture verse 19 
for their authority is in their mouth and in their tails. For their tails are likened to serpents having heads and in them, and it's word for unrighteousness. Now, most translate this as, as injury, causing injury. But the word unrighteous is there. And some have said that, that this power that they have is for punishing the, the unrighteous. But look at this. Once more, last part of verse 9. For their tails are like serpents, having heads, and in them, with them, we might say, they, they injure, they, they punish the unrighteous. Now verse 20. In verse 20, we're going to deal with the ones who remain of mankind, that were not killed, were not put to death in these three plagues. But what happened? They did not repent from the works of their hands in order that they should not worship demons. Now, this is a plague from God because these individuals were worshiping demons. One third were killed, but the, the two thirds that remain would not stop worshiping demons and, and idols of gold and silver and of bronze, and of stones, and of woods. And concerning these idols that are made from these materials, it says, which they cannot, meaning they're not able to see, nor to hear, nor to walk. And again we see, look at our last verse, verse 21, and they did not repent from their murders, nor from their sorceries. And this word is where we get the English word pharmacy. And it speaks about something that causes, in this context, a, a delusion. Something that causes something that's not natural. Nor from their immortal, immoralness, that is their sexual immorality, nor from their thievery from stealing. So again, in this passage of scripture, it is wrong. It shows an inability to interpret the scripture. It demonstrates that inability because people are rushing to try to sensationalize the scripture and put it in the context based upon newspapers and, and stories on, on the nightly news rather than to take the word of God and tell us that one day God's wrath will come. It will come with a 200 million member army of horses, horses that have heads like lions, and from their, their mouth will come forth fire and brimstone and smoke. They have a breastplate of a unique stone material that is comprised, and we can't explain this, of fire and brimstone. They have tails with heads, and with them they injure, meaning they bring about a punishment of the unrighteous. 
And this large group of people, one-third of humanity that's going to be put to death, the rest that remain, they're going to get theirs because they would not repent. They would not stop their worshiping of idols, of demons. And these idols and demons, what does it say here? It says that God will judge them for this type of worship. They will not repent. Judgment is coming. Not through China, not through India. You do not be concerned concerning what man can do to us, but rather be concerned as Messiah taught. Not for the one that can just kill the body, but after the body is killed, they can throw the soul into hell. It is a disservice. It shows an inability to rightly divide the word of God. When we look at this in natural means, rather than believing in the supernatural God who can do all things and take his word in the simple manner that it's given to us. We need to be people that study to show ourselves approved so we do not fall to this deceit of sensationalism that is plaguing Christianity today. While well, close with that, shalom from Israel. Well, we hope you will benefit from today's message and share it with others. Please plan to join us each week at this time and on this channel for our broadcast of loveisrael.org. Again, to find out more about us, please visit our website, loveisrael.org. There you will find articles and numerous other lectures by Baruch. These teachings are in video form. You may download them or watch them in streaming video. Until next week, may the Lord bless you in our Messiah Yeshua, that is, Jesus, as you walk with Him. Shalom from Israel. Thank you.